Hello, good morning, Andre here. Welcome to another episode of The Daily. This episode is for Wednesday, the 28th of July. Good morning, let's begin the podcast. An exercise I've been engaging in for the last few weeks has been routinely revisiting and re-listening some of the prophetic words that I had uh, that I received from trusted friends, from prophets uh, over the years. And I'll make it a point to listen to one or two every day just to recount some of these promises and identify the ones that I believe have been fulfilled either partially or in full and giving thanks to God for how He's been faithful in ensuring that His promises, His word comes to pass. But also picking out the ones that I feel are really uh, pertinent and really speak into my next season uh, and give insight, gives clarity into uh, what the will of God, the purpose of God for my life in this moment, in this time, in this vocation, what does it uh, really look like, what does it entail. Now, I can't even begin to overemphasize the importance of having the prophetic in life, having people that will uh, discern along with you for a word from the Lord to help direct, to help guide you in a season or to uh, infuse you, to encourage you, to uh, fill you with with hope, with faith for a difficult time. I think of uh, how David, when he went through what was probably one of the worst days of his life, right, where his family was taken away from him, where his own men, his trusted friends, thought of killing him because they were so depressed and they were so despondent because they too had lost their family they spoke of killing him and david you know in that moment in that place of despair and hurt and pain and betrayal uh, asked for the priestly garment so that he could go into the sanctuary of god the presence of the lord to seek for a word and god spoke to him gave him a word and then he was able to uh, re-enter into that place of pain with hope with faith but also with clarity of mind and purpose because God has spoken to him in that encounter that he was indeed going to recover all and we need to have that kind of instinct in our hearts especially when we go through difficult circumstances the natural instinct is to detach is to move away is to wallow in self-pity is to indulge in vices is to default to our coping mechanisms but one of the things that we have to learn that as the people of god is to seek god his word his voice because it's only a word from the lord that will give us a kind of courage that not only causes us to stand in a place of great difficulty, but it also gives us insight into God's plan, His will, His purpose, His intent, so that we may better be able to position ourselves to partner with Him in seeing His will established through us into that situation, that circumstance, into the world that we are living in. And so one of the things I've been really, really seeking after in this last few months has been God's will. Asking the big question, what is your will, O God? What is your will, God, for this time that we're living in? What are some lessons that you're teaching us as a church? What are some lessons that you're teaching me as your son, as your daughter, as your child? What are some things that you intend to do through this time? What are some things that you intend for me to do to partner with you so that your will, your intent, will be expressed and manifested to the world around me. 
what is your will, O God? And I think in scripture, we can definitely derive what are some of what I would term the generic will of God. Meaning in scripture, we see it clearly where it tells us that it is God's will that none shall perish. And this is God's will. But also we read in uh, the writings of Paul where he says that rejoice always, pray about ceasing, and everything give thanks for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. And this is God's will. It's kind of a generic will where all Christians are called to pursue, to live in accordance to this will, God's purpose that has been already clearly expressed in scripture. And so this is something that is without question. And we also think of the calls and the commandments and the commission that Christ taught his disciples, right? Go into all the world, preach the gospel. And so it isn't anymore a question whether we ought to preach the gospel or not preach the gospel. Christ has already given us his commission, his will, his purpose, his intent is already communicated plainly in scripture. And so one of the things that we should do definitely and be diligent is to read the Bible and to pick out all these calls and commissions and verses that express to us, God's people, what his will is for us on the earth and be diligent in living in accordance to them, living up to them, pursuing them. But there's also what I would describe as personal will, meaning a unique God-given assignment that is given specifically to you. It's not something that's generic, but it in many ways feels deeply personal. And that is the kind of will that at times we undiligent in seeking after, especially when we've come to a place in life where we are comfortable. Perhaps we like our job, we like how much money we're making, we like what we own and what we have, and life feels comfortable, it feels good. And you kind of have a trajectory for your own life. You know where you want to be in five years. You have everything planned out. You are comfortable. It's especially in spots like that, that we tend to shut ourselves or we tend to not be too diligent in seeking after God's will and intent for our lives. That kind of will that goes beyond the commandments of scripture, one that is deeply personal, that speaks directly to why God has created us and chosen us to be placed on the planet for that specific time. Because we have to realize this, that we have been created to do something or to be something for which no one else is created. We have a place in God's counsel, in God's world, which no one else has. And God knows us and calls us each by name. We are uniquely made, and I would like to put it to you this morning that we are uniquely made for a unique purpose on the planet. I think of that verse from Psalm 40. This is a Psalm of David. He says this in verse 8. He says, I delight to do your will, O God, and your law is within my heart. And this is David saying that, God, I delight to do your will. It is my joy to do your will, to live out my life in accordance to your purpose that desire that joy is deep within my heart and i wonder how many of us can actually say that that god's will is our great joy is the delight of our hearts or do we view god's will as a kind of inconvenience or something that threatens our well-crafted plans threatens our ideal of what life is supposed to be 
how do we view God's will for our lives? And perhaps it's because we have a kind of fear-based mentality towards it because it inevitably threatens our freedom, threatens our liberty to live our life the way we want to. And because we so fear God's will and how it impedes our freedom and inconveniences us, we aren't too diligent about seeking His will. If I could sum up the journey of spiritual formation of maturity in Christ, it is the journey of relinquishing control and surrendering ourselves to God, His guidance and His purpose. We read all through the Bible of various men going through that kind of formative experience of relinquishing control, relinquishing their ideal, relinquishing what they thought was right and good, and instead abandoning themselves to God's purpose. That's why Romans 12 too talks about how we ought not to be conformed to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewal of our minds so that we may prove, know, or discern what is the good, perfect, acceptable will of the Father. We are also cautioned in the Bible through stories like that of Saul, who sought to control his own life, who sought to control outcomes, who sought to do things his way instead of obeying God's voice and counsel and instruction, and that led to his eventual demise. St. Ignatius of Loyola said that sin is an unwillingness to trust that what God wants is our deepest happiness. And until we are convinced of this, we will seek to control our own lives. But knowing that God sees all the moments and concerns of our lives and is committed to working all things together for our good, and He cares for us so deeply, it gives us the confidence to let go. When we trust God, we are not surrendering to chaotic forces or blind chance. We are surrendering to love. And that act of surrender allows us to be caught in an embrace that will never let us go. And so when we abandon ourselves to God's will, to His purposes, it is not an act of foolishness that many would perceive it as, but it is the most sure thing you can do with your life because God never fails because He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it's because it's only Him and His kingdom that will stand the test of time, that will last through the age, it is the most sure thing beyond our plans and our ideas and our schemes. His will is where we find absolute confidence and security. The story that best illustrates what we are to go for is the story of how Mary, the mother of Jesus, embraced her mission, her purpose, in spite of circumstance, in spite of what others might think, in spite of mystery she embraced it all and there's this stunning verse in the gospel of luke where mary makes this profession in the face of mystery in the face of definite ostracism she said this in luke chapter 1 verse 38 let it be to me according to your word what a stunning profession it is to say god you can do whatever you want to do with my life even in circumstance, even in mystery, even in possible persecution, I yield my life completely to your will, O God. Use me to bring about your purpose. Surrender or control. 
your will or his will. The choice is yours. If you train your ears and still your heart, you will hear the voice of the master directing your life to let go and surrender to his loving embrace. To close off, let me read over you this morning from Psalm 139. I believe this psalm would speak to you. It's a familiar psalm. Let's read it together, starting from verse 1. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. And in these verses, we see that God is involved in our lives. He knows every detail. He knows us so, so well, even better than we know ourselves. He is a God who is present, who knows us intimately. Verse 7 says this, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. And this is what I'd like for you to take away from that chunk of scripture that we read. God knows us so, so well. And no matter where we go, whether we are in the heavens or in the depths, whether we are on the far side of the sea, His hand will guide us. His right hand will hold us fast. This is to say that God's guidance is never far off. His voice is present no matter where we are at. And this day, even as we close off this podcast, I want to invite you to spend a few moments leaning into God's voice his guidance and as you do so you would hear the master beckoning you and calling you to surrender to lean into his will to forsake your own will which is oftentimes fragile and will surely not satisfy and it is to instead embrace his will his good purpose his intent for your life that which truly satisfies and so this day i'd like for you to spend some time in the quiet, wherever you're at, get into a position that best communicates your desire to hear from God this morning. And I'd like for you in this moment to put that question, what is your will for my life, O God? Put it at the forefront of your mind as you quieten your heart, surroundings around you, and spend a moment this morning seeking God for an answer, seeking God for guidance. And it's in this posture you're saying no to control, no to having it your way, and instead to surrender and desire to live in accordance to His way. Let's spend a few moments this morning seeking God for His will for our life in this time. Thank you.
Amazing, I hope that you felt God's guidance, heard His voice in this time of seeking Him, encouraged you to continually do so every day until you attain a clearer picture of what His will for you is for this present season. Let me pray for you even as we wrap up the podcast. God, we thank you that your will is not one that limits us, but it's one that liberates us. It liberates us, first of all, with the knowledge that we are living in accordance to our master's desire. God, you are the great delight of our lives. And so your will is the great delight of, your, of our hearts. And God, we know that your will liberates us because it causes us to live in accordance to your design, to be what we were made to be. And that is the ultimate expression of liberation that we get to live in accordance to our master's design. And God, we pray that you help us do so. Give us grace to be diligent in seeking after your will. Give us grace to abandon control, to abandon our well-crafted plans, uh, to move past needing stuff to pan out our way, but to instead be diligent and wholehearted in pursuing your way, O oh God. Give us a holy passion and desire to live in accordance to your purpose and intent that we may reveal and manifest your glory to our world. We thank you for this great privilege of being your ambassadors, of being your sons and daughters to the world. Help us do so. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Daily. We have a few more episodes out for you this week before you hit the long weekend. Have a great day at work today. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.